No, you know what? Um, I wanted to watch it, and I think it's on Prime now. It's free, so yeah, yeah. I, um, it, it's on my queue for sure. How is it? Did you see it? Yeah, yeah. So I got through half of it. Oh wow! <laughs> it's that yeah. bad yet? No, maybe. Like it, it's hard to describe because it's like um, so it's it's like eighty five minutes, and the first like half hour is establishing the family. And, you know, because this family's a bit, so it's, it's this family with like this troubled girl and she's like, you know, she's acting out and everything. She's acting out so much that her parents are going to send her to boarding school. Okay. And like the biggest name in this movie is Christina Hendricks. So like it, you should set your bar, like, you, you know what I mean? It's moderately like, um, on yeah. the lower side of things, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I wasn't expecting like. I wasn't expecting a lot, but I also, I don't know, for, for like a home invasion movie, it takes too long to get started. And like, it'd be fine if I liked the family, but like, a lot of the dialogue's weird. You know, it, it's like really like forced mm. and like kind of, like they, they don't feel like a, it's it's like someone you can tell it's someone writing what a family should sound like. Yeah, that sounds kind of lame. I, I, usually tend to like my home invasion films to kind of start quick you know yeah um, just get it going you know what i mean like yeah, i don't need all the other kind of you know character building stuff yeah it's like not unless necessary. yeah because then like it starts out with like a you 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 know you get the thing right away it's like oh there's there's three people in mass like attacking people in houses or whatever you you get that right in the beginning but it's, you know, there's no gore or anything to start it off. And it's just establishing that this is a threat. And then there's, like, a, a girl who comes by. She's kind of creepy. And then she does that twice. And she just comes by and she's like, oh, is so-and-so home? And then, you know, they're like, no. And then so she just walks away super creepily or whatever. You know, it's trying to establish oh, this tone. yeah. I saw that in the trailer. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's stuff that, like... This was 2018, I believe, but it feels like it was tw- like 2008. You know? <laughs> like, Man, um, but you, that's only that's the first half, so do, I don't know. I, I do you recall the first Strangers movie? I remember liking it. I remember liking it as well. I remember it being um, uh, slower than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, but I, th- I think maybe that's why the second one isn't hitting. But it maybe worked it, because yeah. you had it was it worked because you had the two characters inside. You know, it was Liv Tyler and some other dude. Was it Scott Speedman or some shit like that? Right? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it Scott? Yeah, I think so. Um, so it, they were like you know fighting couple shit, right? I think marriage mm-hmm. shit, and but so so you had that tension there already, and then they. The way they lit the movie was it was very um it was very dark, but it was yeah very David Lynch esque. Um, I'm not a fan of David Lynch. Um, yeah, it it's the same problem in the second one too. Actually, it's super dark. Yeah, like, it was it, very dark, and like they they used the backdrop. It was like a '70s kind of house. Mm-hmm. Um, a house built in the seventies. It had like a lot of wooden paneling. I remember, and like the lighting was used in a way where it would accent the wooden panel, uh, but it would kind of be very dark. And it was it was a good movie. Um, at the time, I honestly don't remember much about it. I remember seeing the um the spanish version of the movie there's um the movie is based off um a spanish movie oh yeah yeah um where it's the same kind of thing where it's like a home invasion um uh, but they're in mm-hmm. the middle of like 
the wood. It's like a camping thing, right? But uh, mm-hmm. they, they have a cabin. Um, and then these kids with masks are the ones doing the, you know, the terrorizing and shit. But um, that being said, uh, welcome, folks, to episode, what is it, 24? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's 24. Episode 24 of uh, the official Corpse Feed podcast, The Morgue. Uh, with me and with me always is uh, my uh, trusty producer, Mr. Nick Valdez of comicbook.com. Howdy, Nick. Howdy, everybody. Um, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And uh, today we're just uh, having a quick little chit chat. And we were just talking about uh, strangers, right? Yeah, yeah just because just uh, I was looking for something to watch. And, you know, it. I just ended up at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's not bad. When it comes to home invasions, it's not bad. Um, we can definitely talk more home invasion uh, at a different time. Because we can get into uh, what uh, your next, right? Yeah, um, there's, there's your next. There's there's the purge, uh, um, there's... there's also a, a good one called uh, the collection, right? No, yeah, the collector. Yeah, collector. Yeah, yeah, the collector. The collections part two, um, but uh, that was seriously unexpected because it's a uh, a robbery home invasion turned into like uh, a saw esque home invasion. Um, mm-hmm. which was really dope, and it was very, um, it was very well done in terms of like how it was written, because you didn't expect the fucking, you know, the the burglars to kind of fall into this trap that this house was already booby trapped, which was yeah, fucking it wild. It was like it's like super Home Alone. Yes, yeah, yeah but like if for the villains, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that was cool, man. Um. But yeah, so home invasion movies are dope. We're definitely gonna have a conversation about that uh, later on down the line, um, because that is definitely uh, like we we can just break down like every dope home invasion movie, like right, your next right. by itself. We can just talk about your next. You know, um, today we're gonna talk about uh, monsters, in particular CG monsters, uh, monsters that uh, are made by computer graphics and thrown on the film and uh (laughs) this was inspired mainly because uh you know there's not much to talk about in the horror world you know we have um well you you saw fantasy island right yeah like i said there's not much to talk about in horror (laughs) world well Uh, no like uh i I know it might be breaking the flow of things but like what's a like uh what was it pay for it wait for it stay away from uh, it yeah yeah you definitely stay away from it um like I have the review done. I've just been so lazy to put it up because it's just, <laughs> it's just not worth it. Like it got a one. I'm giving it a one. Wow. Uh, because it doesn't hold any value. Um, the only reason I scored a one is because you know the actors kind of did what you know they did a decent job for what they were given. Honestly, because you know like knowing how movies are made, you know that these actors are given a role to you know to play and yeah like it's their job exactly you know? yeah. and with what they had they did a decent job honestly um and that's the only thing you can really take out of it it's um it was really bad uh, it was so, boring like, on top of that it was long too it was almost 2 hours 1 hour and 50 minutes bro that's wild for like that kind of trailer it was like yeah. so so what's the gimmick like uh, so what what makes it like the fantasy island is it like science stuff you... all right so spoiler is uh, yeah yeah the, full full spoilers the yeah. island itself has like this magical kind of water right oh. yeah that it uh, that when you drink it it kind of it projects of like any of your fantasies or something like your deepest fantasy so, so it's like drug water <laughs> it, it's kind of like a roofie at jace you know right. like where but it but the island legit concocts this real life kind of fantasy okay, um, which okay. which the idea honestly is not bad you know it's yeah, not bad that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a bad gimmick no it's no. not bad but just it's not done well just the execution the execution sucks right um mm-hmm. and then there's no gore it's not there's no horror in it um the pacing sucks so it kind of is super slow there's all this character stuff in it that's like just fluff and like it's whack so pretty much mm-hmm. what um what happens in the movie is that there's one person 
that is behind all of this shit. This person thinks they got this all planned out, but then the island starts doing what the island does and it's not working. It it turns out that she's just a plant of somebody else's kind of, you know, fantasy or some shit, you know? Okay, okay. They had an idea, but, you know, they completely shat over it, shat all over it, and um, it's not good. You would definitely stay away from it. I'm, I'm just confused... <laughs> As to why they made it in the first place. Yeah, um, nobody was asking for it's it. It's not a good idea. Uh, it really isn't a good idea. It They tried to make it a thing by releasing it on like Valentine's Day and shit. But, but like it's stupid. <laughs> it was just stupid and a waste of time. It just sucks that I think they would have been a little bit more successful if they would have trimmed 20 minutes off that thing, made it just a solid 90, even like 80 minutes, 85 minutes, something yeah, like that, 80, you know? 85, 86 minutes. Because yeah. it's it's a simple concept, honestly. If you focused on just the fact that this, this island legit has like fucking magical waters and shit. Like, right. for instance, the new tattoo, right, uh, is th- this dude who his fantasy was to have his brother back, right? Because his brother got killed on the island with them in some stupid adventure. And he wished that his brother would be alive. So he has to stay on the island in order for his brother to stay alive in real life, you know? Like, wow. Yeah, okay. and the thing. So the ideas were dope. I mean, like, I'm not going to shit all over the ideas. Like, they had this thing going but i don't think they realized they had it you know what i mean right like it right. feels like they just sprinkled it in just to explain how everything's going on right but it's like wait a minute like well, uh, but, but that's the better idea exactly okay. okay like why don't you focus on this cool thing where it's like it's <laughs> right. like it's the it's legit a fucking magical island right so that alone has like franchise potential because it's a fucking island that yeah the, the only way like- yeah the only way you can like beat it is to kind of nuke the island you know what i mean yeah they could have been like oh it's eating you like at the same time you know what i mean like yeah. it's like oh it's feeding you your fantasies while it's like you know like matrix shit yeah it's like uh- exactly so like the one guy right uh, um uh pena's character right um mm-hmm. he's uh, uh mr rourke the the head honcho over there so he again like tattoo like i explained he's on the island because he wanted to make a um like a fantasy he like real he wanted to have his wife back and alive the whole time right so he would do the bidding of the island and get people there or do something or other on the island so um it's they had ideas let's just say that but they were focused on the wrong ones Mm-hmm. they were focused more on the people than the island if they wanted to make it a franchise especially like calling it blumhouse's fantasy island it definitely should have focused on the island itself i'm curious what they're gonna do going forward because it seemed like everything was resolved even though these two guys just kind of chilled on the, on the island but it just seemed like oh okay i'm not an evil dude i was just doing the island bidding and shit you know but you know let's see what happens yeah. <laughs> let's see what happens yes. it made no, like no fantasy island too no, yeah no. i think i think it made over 10 million dollars or something like that but uh you know what actually made decent money in the box office this weekend hmm. fucking sonic the hedgehog oh, right yeah because that's why i was like let's talk about cg stuff cause yeah let's talk sonic. about let's talk about some fun stuff there was not like a, like i mentioned <laughs> wait yeah oh um just before we move on from the horror stuff or the vocal horror stuff, um, you shared with me an article about uh, um, Halloween Kills, which yes, uh, yes. Is, is very exciting. Um, I think we spoke about it a little bit last week um, that um, the movie was going to get more violent. Uh, and yes, for after reading the article and just fucking fanboying all over it, it, it looks very exciting. It's um. Yeah. A bunch of the characters can definitely confirm that the movie is um, the newer version on Speed, according to uh, the actor uh, playing Michael Myers. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. How do you feel about yeah, that? I'm excited, too, because um, who is directing it again? Yeah, so they they tease that it's like a the same actor guy. He I guess he's doing like interviews right now for for something. I don't know. But um, he's teasing, like they tease it has a larger scope. So I'm wondering what that means. 
You know, because you know how the Halloween franchise is basically all in that town. It's all in Haddonfield. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know if it means, like, we're leaving the town or, like, you know, maybe it's a bigger idea for a story. But then um, the other thing was that it's it's being teased as, like, a complete movie. So it's like it won't end and then we'll need to see part two. It's no, like, Infinity War. Like, they, they basically did, like, no, it's there's Infinity War and Endgame. It's not Infinity War part one and part two. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm I'm excited. I'm definitely excited for all that. Um. Also, uh, before we get into other monsters, actually, this is monsters too. Uh, Stranger Things f- season four. We just got a uh, that teaser trailer. We uh, see pretty much uh, fucking Hopper in like a Russian chain gang. Dude, you know, you know, people were talking saying that was spoilers. I know when uh, when the when the like the stuff went out right and people were like all the news sites were writing about it. I saw so many comments of people like, "Oh, you spoiled this thing." And they're like, "What?" Like, it, talking about, a, that's the teaser for the yeah, season. Like, exactly. How is it a spoiler to know he's alive if it's the first thing they show? Yeah, that means you know? that it, it that means that it's not really a big thing, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it's like it, like it's something. That you'll pretty much find out in, like, the first episode why and how he's alive. Yeah, that's probably, like, the first ten minutes. That's probably how it opens, dude. Dude, I, yeah, I can I can definitely see it opening that way. Right? Like, give us give us a Hopper episode. Tell us what happened to him. You know what I mean? Oh, dude, I can't wait for that reunion with Eleven, though. That's going to be awesome. Oh, that's going to kill me. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> she thinks he's fucking dead. And after that, that fucking card, that letter that he wrote her, oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, and uh, speaking of Stranger Things, uh, they there was like casting. They they're like sending out casting announcements and stuff for. Uh, there was a character signed on for two seasons. Yes, I saw that. So so it's not only Stranger Things four, but they're saying like fu- like season five is coming. So I I don't know. Like maybe that's the last one. If you're not ending it with four, like end it with five, right? Like I, yeah, fuck it, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm we're in too deep now, you know. <laughs> yeah, because we saw three, and we both agreed like it felt like an ending. Yeah, it definitely felt like an ending. So I'm curious how they're gonna tie everything together. I'm curious how they're gonna get uh, Hopper back into the states. Um, should be fun. But uh, yeah. you know what I'm curious about? I'm curious about what they're gonna do with the upside down like you know we're yeah. talking about monsters today right um and they stranger things is a good segue into this con- conversation because um in the previous season in, in season three we see this uh upside down monster um what's it called again um it, it's not the mind flayer that's the other one from season oh, two uh demogorgon right well that's yeah, a demogorgon right that's, that's one the- of them but the one we just got recently yeah there was the mind flayer Oh, the, okay, the mind flare. Okay, cool. So yeah, yeah, the the octopus squid mouth thing, right? Yeah. Yes. So as you can see, Stranger Things has offered lots of cool looking things and visuals. Uh, the light of Demogorgon has become such an iconic thing, being that mm-hmm. it, it opens its fucking like mouth beak thing. Yeah, it's it's basically like a it's you like, know it's the, like a flower little... petal, right? Well, I was thinking that kind of like a mix with like you know that little lizard from Jurassic Park. Oh that, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it has like that collar that pops out, right? Yeah, right. So it's like it gives me kind of that vibe. Like I know there's nothing in the middle, but it's like yeah, it is like a flower, but it's it's also like a I don't know, it, it's that kind of vibe. Yeah, it's got a cool like. But they I definitely, mean, um, they definitely amped up the CG in terms of quality. Yeah, um, yeah, like it, it's like the budget three. that. Yeah. The budget for that got better. Yeah. yeah, because I think the money just started rolling in, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Legit. Netflix was 100%. like... 100%. Yeah. And uh, even the even the Upside Down looked better, too. Yeah, dude, everything looked better. I mean, like, everything. They definitely polished everything up. They got the music uh, up and running. Um, it's nice and tight. Like, just everything all around because it's done so fucking well. You know what I mean? They uh, did a great job investing their money in in the graphics for this monster this mind flare right is it the mind mm-hmm. flare i thought mind flare was season two well no it that's the season two monster that we get in season three you know because it, it doesn't it so the whole thing is like it breaks through to our side 
right? That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because uh, the whole like it was we only saw it in the clouds in like Will's you know Will's mind the whole time, but you know then it finally broke through. It, it looked fantastic though, from the possessing of the bodies to just the overall look um, when they uh, when they got attacked in the school. Remember? Um, or no, no, I'm sorry, in the hospital. It, uh, it was the hospital. Yeah, yeah. with uh, with. Uh, with the Jake Busey, <laughs> dude, that, that looks great. That looks great. Uh, and but then Jake Busey, man, you're like, if you want like a solid guy to just be creepy for no reason, dude. Know? Yeah, but they, <laughs> uh, but you know why? Because uh, it's that face he has, dude. It's it, he's just so good at it, even it's when he's not face. like. Yeah, like even in like uh, like Starship Troopers, it's it's my favorite Jake Busey thing he's been in. Even though Frighteners is really good, yeah, Frighteners. Yeah, he's, he's scary probably the best, too, yeah. right? Like I agree. He's, he's probably the best he's ever been in terms of that. But like even in Starship Troopers, he wasn't supposed to be the creepy guy. He's just supposed to be the bully, and then who ends up his friend? And then, like, but yeah, the whole he's time, the like, buzz. You know, like, like yeah. Jake Busey is like the buzz. Uh, but you know that Buzz character from Home Alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's basically who he is in yeah. all the movies. Yeah, pretty much. And it's much. just like, it's like if you want a horror version of that, just like turn it up a little bit to a degree. It's like an yeah. old school bully all the time. That's, yeah. that's just his thing, you know? Uh, but speaking of, of of Starship Troopers, though, like they have some cool monster designs there too. Yeah, there's good bugs. The good bugs, bugs are cool. And then that big brain bug. Which looked fucking gross. Like it looked like oh, a big yeah. phallic symbol. I think you it's know gross. It, it. I think it. It does. It does well in that movie, especially like like you, you know. It's still like when did that come out? It was like nineties, right? Dude, it was like, definitely was um, it nineties or like early two thousand something like that. I don't know. Let's like, find uh, out. Let's while find you're looking. Out. While you're looking it up, no, I think it looks good because it, it combines that with like uh, real practical effects. Dude, ninety seven. Yeah. Fuck, that's a long time ago, dude. Yeah, because it's a uh, it's Verhoeven, right? Yeah, yeah, Paul Verhoeven, the same guy who brought us fucking Total Recall, bro. Oh yeah, that's why it's like it's just such a good blend of CG and practical stuff. You know, because it's like it's CG for when the bugs are moving, but when it's like they're attacking, then you get the gore and like the like the physical stuff with it. So I don't know, Arturo. Like that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's a good tangent to go on, though, dude. But hold you. on, just a, just a quick side tangent, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a quick uh, a quick snippet of uh, Paul Verhoeven's filmography. Um, uh, 1987, RoboCop. 1990, Total Recall. 1992, Basic Instinct. 1995, Showgirls. 97, Starship Troopers. And 2000, Hollow Man. So, um, Paul wow, Verhoeven. <laughs> quite, wow. the, quite the filmography right there. <laughs> what, a, what a career. <laughs> Fucking bangers. <laughs> Yo, I get to end it all with Hollow Man? Wow. Oh my goodness. Well, that's uh, another CG monster, yeah. Oh, fucking Hollow Man, right? <laughs> uh, another one would be um, fucking T-1000, right? Oh, yep, yep. T-1000, we, we talked about that during the Terminator episode. Dude, like, yeah, the T-1000's like a classic, man. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so that brings me to the other point I was, I was thinking about, the tangent. So... Some of the CG monsters we've talked about, too, and some of the ones out now have, like, the practical stuff to boost it. You know what I mean? How it's, like, it's a mix of, like, live action and CG. But, like, there are some, like, in Stranger Things that are, like, full, full CG. So, so I mean, like, there there are some good examples of, like, full CG monsters, right? Like, let's say, like, let's go, let's talk about Krampus, because we, we talked about it during the holidays, well, right? So, Krampus isn't full CG. Krampus is definitely practical. But, but that, that gives us some examples to bounce off, right? Yeah. So you have, like, the gingerbread men, who are, like, the full CG, and then you have, like, uh, the demon puppet with, like, the, well, it's, like, it's kind of CG, but it's like it's definitely like realistic. <sighs> yeah, but they made, <laughs> but they made a good choice having Krampus practical though, because it just looked really yeah. good. It's more effective because that um, because of the interaction that it had with the characters. You know what I mean? Right. But um, in terms of like full CG, one good example is like um, in um, in in Godzilla, right? Right. right Go- in Godzilla, King of the Monsters, a movie was that sucked, and and also Kong, it did. right? 
So yes. all those big old fucking monsters, they look great, though. Like, it's like we said, the movie was trash, but, like, the monsters looked fucking great. Um, yeah. They were really well done, well designed. And, like, I thought, honestly, you would lose a lot of the design and translation, you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. of just all the action, but they looked really good. Kong looks great. So I'm curious how that Godzilla versus Kong thing is going to pan out. Yeah. Right? That's what I'm wondering about, too, because, like, I'm sure the fights would be cool. But at the same time, like, will they look cool? Like, is that even guaranteed anymore? Is it, it wasn't guaranteed in King of the Monsters. You know? I know. <laughs> and it's Adam Wingard, so-, so who knows what we're going to get. Yeah, because he, man, he was so, like, because, but he was working together with, what's his name? Um... Ah, uh, the scriptwriter. Uh, I totally Simon, forgot his name. Yeah, it's like Simon something. Yeah. Apologies if you're out there, but like they worked well as a duo with your next and the guest, and then they started moving on to their own things, and then that's where it all kind of fell but, apart. But Blair Witch, though, <laughs> uh, the Blair Witch, it, it, didn't they write it together? No, that was just Wingard. It was it really? Yeah. So there we go. You yeah, know. and then he he did like a Death Note movie, and like there's a common uh, there's a theme here, right? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, look, he's got a good eye for visual stuff. Because that Death Note movie has a cool like um, has a cool Death God. Listen, that's fine, but don't give me all fluff. All right, just give me, <laughs> give me a decent story. Let's just hope. I mean, he he can tell a decent story. The guest, right? The guest, he you know was fantastic, and your next was really good. You know, so the stories are there. But then again, as we said. He had a writing partner, so yeah, like that's what I mean. Like it's now it's now it's starting to become clearer. Like it's like okay, who was who know, was the like, real oh. the real <laughs> horror guy there? You know, the real yeah. writer there. Yeah, I know that's true. Dun, dun, dun. Conspiracy had a wind garden might be full of shit, buddy. And then, uh, like another another example of like a live action and CG monster, but then that's sometimes better CG is uh it. So Pennywise, yes, like. Like, there's a lot of good, like, there's a lot of good practical effects and stuff, but it's also a lot of good CG. So and then I'm like, I don't know. I kind of like the, the, the CG stuff more. Yeah, you know? they they had a good blend of both where it became seamless and you kind of um, forgot that it was graphics and it was just very well done. Um, obviously, in chapter two, you get the, you know, the big spider thing, clown thing. So, you know, that obviously is all CG and shit. But uh, in terms of uh, an example, in chapter one, everything that happened in the house um, yeah. was really well done. Um, it really blended, like, the the actual CG aspect and the practical aspect pretty well because they did a lot of close-up shots of Pennywise, especially when he was injured and especially when he was trying to attack all the, like, you know, like all the kids and shit. So Mm -hmm. um, they did a good job there. And that reminds me of the movie Slither as well, where they used the, the CG worms and then adding up to this big old kind of, you know, practical effect CG kind of big old alien blob looking thing with jigger right and uh, yeah. th- that was cool too um th- that was a good use of it because you had these worms who were kind of infesting and stuff all uh, all cg obviously and then you got to this point in time in the movie where you needed to have that practical aspect in it yeah because because cg isn't all bad like no, cg is like like i mean look at look at the avengers movies that we keep talking about look at like it's just like we wouldn't have that without cg Dude, thanos like we're talking yeah. about monsters right thanos for example he's one of the best you know monsters there is and that's and that's how far we've gotten in terms of yeah, portraying like characters f- on screen Dude, the facial technology now, like, uh, you know, combine, like, remember the Planet of the Apes movies? Yes. Like, oh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War of the Planet of the Apes. Like, they, oh, man, those monkey faces, like, it's, they're so good. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, the motion capture technology they have now um, is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, and it gives us the possibility to have these amazing characters we've seen only in stories on paper uh, like right on screen like a thanos or um an incredible hulk or this uh 
Caesar character from the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the, the, the most recent one that just came out, they're gonna keep using it and they're gonna keep perfecting it. Like I can't even imagine what uh, like five years from now, right? Dude, you know they're they're thinking about a reboot. Yeah, they're talking about a, a for Planet of the Apes. Are again. they really a reboot? Yeah. Or what? Just continue the story. Like what? What do you got to reboot? Yeah, because like the it like the trilogy ended. Uh, it's it's a solid trilogy, and it ends in a good way. Where it's like you can basically start the 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 old movie, you know. But there's still a gap in time. You know, it's still not the Planet of the Apes yet. Are they going to continue the story, or are they just like no? I think they're just going to reboot it. But like, why? I don't know. You see, they, Did we, they're we, just we, fucking running out of ideas. <laughs> they're running insane. out of ideas. It's killing me. You know, and that's that's where CG can go wrong too, right? Where it's like it's being used in like a reboot. Uh, you know, you know where I'm going with oh this. Oh my goodness, <laughs> the most so. foul of them all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or you know which one. So it, I'm talking about the thing. Yeah, the uh, remake of the thing with uh, um, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. Um, yeah, yeah, we just talked about how great she was in Birds of Prey in the last episode. Yeah, and you know what? Like, it's not her <laughs> fault. Like, yeah, I, it's not her fault. I was actually <laughs> digging the movie up until the point where they showed the thing, right? And when they gave us, like, listen, <laughs> like when you watch the thing, right? You remember the '80s classic John Carpenter's The Thing. With, you know, Kurt Russell and all the awesome practical effects that that movie gave us. And the awesome, um, you know, animatronics that they use for all the shape-shifting stuff the alien had to do. You know what? Like, we expected big things a little bit, you know? Because you're all the way now in the 2000s. So, it's like, you know, you had this pretty awesome, you know, kind of perfect in a little bit. Um, for the time and the story, but then you give me this fucking trash. <laughs> like it, it's this, like this thing. It's it's, it's bad CG too. It's, it's not even like- dude because it's the CG that's not. I think the term is mapped well, right? Yeah. Where like it looks like the CG itself is in a green screen room or some shit, and yeah. then they they planted the film behind it like they layered it they they mapped the film behind it like it's just it looks fucking like fucking stupid and terrible yeah it looks like video gamey like it's like uh you remember the early early cg of like yo um it looks like it looks like (laughs) goro and fucking mortal Kombat. yes yes that's what i mean where it's like it's early like very very plasticky and very like uh like scorpion king uh, jace oh yeah <laughs> Masente. <laughs> <laughs> well that's another cg monster you know no but- it's uh it's so true it was just unexpectedly terrible you didn't yeah. like it was also just the shock of it because yeah. i had no clue they were gonna give me this fucking terrible looking thing like i i honestly also didn't expect cgi because if if you did it so well in the 80s right why don't you kind of fucking do the same shit and like you know consult and get the same thing done you know but no they gave us this fucking terrible cgi that just totally disconnected you from the movie and 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 like i said it was it was a decent film. It was a pretty decent film up to that point. And then yeah. you got into the cellar or freezer, wherever the, the big reveal was. And you're like, what the fuck is that? I was mm-hmm. watching it with my nieces. And I was like, no, I'm done. Like, <laughs> like I'm like, I'm sorry. I, I was just cursing. I'm like, what the fuck is that shit? Like, I was just... I was Dude, not having it. You were you were so you were heartbroken. That's what it was. It broke your heart. You were just like you had nothing to do but lash out at it because you were just like because uh, the because even the the practical technology's gotten better too. You know, like animatronics, yes, and like, like makeup and all of that stuff's advanced too. So it's like imagine all of that technology in a new thing. And you Instead gave of me like, this fucking <laughs> trash, bro. Yeah, we might get that because they're they're adapting the original short story now 
So we might get some cool practical effects in like a new one. But oh uh, man, these people are, they got to stop with know. these remakes and these reboots, bro. Yeah, it's getting a little it's getting a little tiresome. It's getting <laughs> it's getting a little sad, honestly, because there's probably a bunch of good filmmakers out there with ideas and and the beauty of horror movies and genre movies in general that you don't need a big budget you know um you don't need this crazy budget to kind of you know uh output a decent film these days especially in the genre um in in the genre umbrella um but yeah this is reboots after reboots after reboots it's getting a little bit fucking ridiculous but a sequel though that i am looking forward to very much um that has a you know cg monsters in it that uh, are of note as well is uh, a quiet place part two um, oh right so they have those uh monsters that have these like sensory like parts in their head kind of mm-hmm. pop out when they're trying to hear shit and it looks super gnarly. The CG isn't fantastic, but it does the trick because yeah, yeah. It, it's like creative monster design. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like that's a pass. So the CG isn't fucking, you know, James Cameron avatar shit. Right. But it's, um, it's decent enough where it works with the story and the lighting as well. It's smart that the bulk of the, like of, of the stuff is hidden around like plants and crops and it's at night a lot of the stuff um so i'm curious in part two there's a lot of day scenes already i've seen the trailer um Mm -hmm. especially in the in the trailer that you see um how everything goes down before it became a quiet place right Um, i'm curious if they've uh, amped up the cgi for part two because the movie did well you know it was low budget it made yeah it 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 made a good amount of movie it did have a smaller budget, right? The yeah. first one? Yeah, it had a small budget um, and made money, man. Um, it did well for itself. So I'm hoping they um, invest that money in the CGI of those monsters because um, they can. It, it's a gnarly design, especially when that skull shit pops out um, and all those segments are um, pop out of the skull. It looks super gnarly. So I'm hoping they improve that better, but I'm excited about that sequel, man. It looks like they had a good idea, as we said before, and they're just sticking with it. Another one that uh, has had sequels as well is uh, Cloverfield. You remember Cloverfield, J.J. Uh, Abrams. Is this his first feature film, right? Yes. So yeah, because before had, that it was just TV, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. So they had a shitload of fucking smart marketing and, and public relations um tied into this movie it was a big thing dude it was a big thing i remember yeah when uh you first saw a glimpse of the monster was when uh um it it fucking tore down the bridge right the broken bridge and mm-hmm. and then you saw like a tentacle or some kind of hand or big or big like leg or some shit and it was dope and then you see the big reveal in the you know in the in the hidden footage shit you know the found footage um and and it was cool man it was really cool because they did a good job of you know why because they didn't focus a lot on the monster right they focused yeah. around on this on what's going on around it so it's a smart story in that aspect where they tried doing that in the first godzilla um i'm, I'm sorry not in the first godzilla and the godzilla that the first part of the recent trilogy right yeah godzilla 2014 yes something yeah. like that so they tried doing that putting a human story around the catastrophe right yeah with uh what's his name uh quicksilver fucking quicksilver <laughs> who gets shot um a, a kick-ass boy right um aaron taylor johnson i think that's his name right he plays a soldier and tries to find his kid and his wife and shit like that who his wife actually plays his sister in the avengers how crazy is that yeah i forgot all about that the avengers umbrella dude it's huge and then um so yeah, so they put this human story around the Godzilla um, destruction, and you know they tried, but we all know in a Godzilla movie what we want to see. Yeah, because so, like with Godzilla, we got Godzilla from the like 
the beginning, you know, and all the yeah. promotional material. Like, they tried to hide it, too, but eventually we saw Godzilla. Like, Cloverfield, they legit hid that thing. Like, I remember that was crazy marketing, too, right, on top of that, like you were saying. Yeah. Like, we we actually didn't see the – like, you had to go see the movie to see the monster. Yeah. Because this, this is pre, like – Theaters were pre- packed, bro. Theaters were yeah. fucking packed. This is when theaters got fucking packed and you didn't have any fucking seat reservations, which is nope. a, a thing of fucking – of god i love seat reservations oh uh, um, dude and you didn't have any like passes so you had you like it's, it, there it was, was no like pay yeah. for a membership and you know <laughs> yeah there was no passes you'd have to wait on lines you had paper tickets you had a box office right <laughs> like yeah. this is the old school times man where the concession lines were just kind of actually kind of quicker and concessions were a little cheaper um <laughs> uh, so, so that was a good thing but uh yeah, dude, it was um, it was a while back. We didn't have social media either, which is was a big downfall for like you know keeping secrets in the movie industry because people mm-hmm. want to just take pictures and post them on social media and just spoil it. Um, so this was a time where you didn't have that, and what what you did have, uh, you had Facebook and shit and MySpace, I think, and stuff like that. Um, but they used that and they had marketing on those platforms as well. Um, but it was very smartly done and you get the reveal of this praying mantis looking alien like kind of yeah. creature. What'd you, what'd you think of that? what did you think of the final design? Do you remember what you felt when you finally saw it? I was like, whoa, that's different. Okay. I, I wasn't like, you know. Oh my god, you know? Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's cool, I guess. You know, all right, can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, it wasn't it was again, it worked well because of the of the camera style of the movie. Right. And just the found footage aspect of it and the shaky camera stuff and Yeah, um, like it, it looks good within the context of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember, uh, I remember seeing like a figure for it, like a like a collectible thing, like yes. um, you know the McFarlane toys. Yes. You know, they always do the monsters, and so I saw it. and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it looked better in the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's really it was um, it looks better when you can't see it. Honestly, yeah, yeah it's different. It's it's underwhelming. I'm looking at it right now, right? Just to right, kind of yeah, because you're getting the refresher on it, and you're like, man, it's more underwhelming than you remember. Right? Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it needs a sandwich. Yeah, it's just a big skinny bug, and like it looks like you're right. It looks good within the context of the movie, within that universe, and within how we see it. But when you look at it dead on, you're like, ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like these things remind me of that um, of that 2014 Godzilla monsters. Yeah, the Mutos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's cool. But like we said, like the Godzilla stuff, they actually put a good amount of money into yeah. that budget for design. Arturo, do you ever see that third Cloverfield? Um, uh, the Paradox shit, right? No, I didn't see yeah. it because I heard it was trash. Okay, yeah, because I remember liking uh, part two. Uh, yeah, part two was was fucking great, but like it was, it you didn't know it was a connection until you saw the movie. Yeah, that you trailer, know? like the trailer didn't come out till like fucking what was it? I remember it came out like in January that it was announced it was a Cloverfield movie. Yeah, exactly like, for like for like a release in March. I remember that, and then the third one it was like during the Super Bowl, right? Didn't they show, like, the first trailer for it? And they're like, oh, it's on Netflix now. Yes, whatever. yes. Um, but, yeah, like, they – it was well done, like I said, because of just – they were able to focus on a real story that that grabbed you. And they did a good job of showing you back and forth um, bits and pieces of the monster and the little things that came with the monster. Because they had other kind of, like, alien bugs come with it or some shit. Yeah. You know, it's funny how, yeah. how, like, all aliens at times are bugs sometimes. It's weird. Right? Yeah, it's the easy one. You know, remember, uh, Evolution's the best example of that. That was a good movie. It is a good movie because you get a bunch of different alien designs. But, uh, but I think, it, I think, like, that movie serves, it just bugs are just easy to do. Like, Starship Troopers, like, bugs, it's like, it was easy to understand that your enemy's just bugs. Yeah, it's you know? true. But how about, um, in, uh, 
a Pacific Rim, right? Another alien uh, kind of yeah, monster thing. Big CG monster robot battling. I liked it, but it's also two and a half hours. No, and listen, like, like I'm not praising the movie. I'm praising, <laughs> I'm praising the, the monsters in the movie. Dude, dude, even like, yeah, the monsters are cool, but even those fights get boring. I was like, I was very, I was very surprised with myself. Because that's, that's my, that's my whole bag. Yeah, it's you your know? shit, dude. Yeah. But it does get boring because it gets repetitive. Like, it's, yeah. it, there's only so much you can do with a fucking, a big robot and a fucking yeah. kaiju. You get like five fights and we all, it's, it's like fucking mania, dude. You only need like two or three. <laughs> and, and it went to, there's a lot of fluffing in the movie as well. Yep. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, just- a lot of emotional fluff. A lot of unnecessary stuff. Um, but, yeah, you know what? Uh, what it was unnecessary to when they transitioned the fucking xenomorphs into uh, CGI. Oh yeah, yeah. Because for the longest time, xenomorphs were all fucking practical. It was a suit. It was a big African dude in a suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, legit. Um, and then they got into CGI. I think uh, maybe. Wasn't it part three in the third all... one? Yes, in the prison. Yeah, where it, that's when it all started falling apart in every respect. You know, it's just <laughs> that, that was David Fincher too. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. That part three was David Fincher, and so you know he's not you know invincible as people thought. <laughs> <laughs> people yeah, like, oh yeah, he made Fight Club. I was like, okay, and <laughs> Fight Club is great, but what else has he done? You know, Yo, word, what he made dude, up what he... like Fight Club and Seven, right? Yeah, that's that he he's been making his bones off that shit, dude. They're not all bangers, dude. No, like, they're not. Got... You know, they really aren't. <laughs> and, and, and that's fine, but you know, like I'd be happy to have one banger. You know, yeah. Just fucking... l- listen, I'm not knocking the dude, but hell no, I would do one and then sell out immediately, dude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's about the money. Hell yeah, it's about the money. Your art's out there already, right? Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, like um You know who always, really wrote that script, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I always said like if I if I were an actor, I would do one thing that got me big and then be do nothing but voiceover commercials forever. <laughs> Fuck it. Just get paid right. to be like Domino's two for four like nine ninety nine or whatever. <laughs> now you can order Domino's quick and easy with the app. Yeah, like Download you would just now. Hear, would, like Ving Rames fucking does the Arby's he, thing. We are the meats. <laughs> yeah. You you probably gets paid a million dollars for every we are the meats, you know? Uh, That's great. Yeah, fucking, no. Uh, um anyways. But there's there's one CG monster I really want to know about Arturo. Sonic the Hedgehog. Dude, how how Sonic is that movie? You know how what, man? It was uh Alright, so it was a good movie. It was a little <laughs> okay. slow. It had a little. It was a little slow wow. in the middle. Um, Out of all the movies to be slow, <laughs> I know it wasn't Sonic's fault though. They just had to kind of, you know, explain shit here and there, which is you know whatever. But um, the Sonic animation, I am so glad they fucking changed that thing because it was a fucking mess. I remember, yeah, dude, my, my son, he's he just turned five a couple months ago. He's the biggest Sonic freak ever. And when the trailer came out, what was it sometime last year? Yeah, it was like it was supposed to come out last year too, right? It was yeah. supposed to come out in November of 2019, yeah. and the trailer had come out um, sometime like a year before that or something, right? Mm-hmm. Or or like I think earlier that year in the fall, 2018 fall or some shit. So my son loves Sonic, and he saw. And I showed him that. I was like, oh, oh, little dude, look, check it out, right? And then he was like, "What? who is that? <laughs> he's, like, that's, he's, like, that he's like, that's not Sonic. And I, and I was like, oh, shit, dude, like, you're right. That's not Sonic, man. That's some weird-looking alien animal thing. And I'm so glad that uh, they listened to the people for once. Yeah. And, and they changed it the for the better. They made it look like fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. And it's great. My son fucking enjoyed the hell out of the movie. Uh, how's, how's Jim Carrey? Jim Carrey was was solid. Um, I wish there was more Jim Carrey. His character was a little weird. His character was a little obnoxious, right? Kind of like, hey, you know, you're being kind of a douchebag, buddy. Tone it down a little bit. The, the kids are watching kind of character at first because he was very right. condescending to his like 
he was kind of sending to everyone, you know, because he was this smart guy, whatever. And he was really kind of pushing that boundary, which I felt was a bit too much, especially in a movie that's obviously kind of geared toward children. Um, it, it, like, because, you know, we all know Dr. Eggman or Dr. Robotnik, whatever you want to call him. Uh, he's, you know, he's a fucking an evil scientist kind of dude but he he's a comic booky cartoony kind of villain you know but but he was being kind of a dickhead (laughs) um at first and it was really it was a little bit off-putting to be honest with you but uh he came through near you know the second half of the movie it was like he was warming up i guess or you were warming up to like you know because it has been a while since we've had that it's been a long time and i had high expectations so, yeah, because, like, that sounds like Jim Carrey's performances yes. in general. Because he's always kind of a dick, but he's always, like, is like the mask, especially, right? Yes. There's the mask. There's um, Ace Ventura. Like, Ace Ventura, where he's, like, cartoony, the Grinch. The Grinch. Fucking yeah, like, he's, everything he's always he been, does. Everything he does, dude, pretty much. He's cartoony. Even from, even Liar Liar, where he's wearing a suit most of the time, he's still cartoony. <laughs> Yeah, but he's always like a dick. Like that's the same thing too. But yeah, I like. I guess maybe that's it. Like maybe it's been so long for him too. Maybe it's tough to like go right back into it. It's like when was the last time a movie asked him to be like fucking wild and crazy like that? Yeah, but you know what though, he wasn't. He he wasn't wild and crazy like that. He was he was definitely out there. Okay, a little bit out of bounds. But like I said, he was kind of a dickhead at first, but. He he got into the role, you know. Once okay. he was using his gadgets and stuff like that, it worked better. Because, okay. as you know, in the cartoons and stuff, and in the in the video games, Robotnik deals with robots, and he has robots assistants and stuff like that. So he plays better when he's kind of in action mode. And there is potential for a sequel. I'm not going to spoil it because you might watch it. Um, yeah, you know what? No. It's all good. Okay. Full spoilers. Okay, yeah. great. So, so yeah, because I want to, I want to know what's going down in this movie. <laughs> all right, dope. So, all right, so James Marsden, right? He uh-huh. lives in this place called Green Hills. So we all, we all know Green Hills. That's the infamous first stage of of Sonic. You know, he's like a sheriff. So Sonic, uh, he's oh yeah, they, they actually do the, like this little introduction where he's a baby and he's running down the whole fucking his version of green hills where the with the with the loops and the fields and shit uh-huh. and, if, and it's weird he's like he was being cared for by some owl i don't know where that came from i'm not sure if that was Whoa, that's yeah that's Dude, weird it was weird <laughs> all right i didn't, I didn't question it i didn't question it because i was like i gotta look into it because i don't remember yeah i was like maybe that's like a video game thing i don't know either i yeah. know because my son plays these games and he watches those playthroughs and i've never seen a fucking owl in sonic before <laughs> um so yeah but all right so the twist thing is you know the sonic rings right so so those uh-huh. rings are portals pretty much like you can throw a ring out and think of a place you want to go and it opens oh, up. Oh, okay. So that so, explains that Dr. Stranger Jace shit. Okay. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Exactly that. So then, uh, so pretty much what happens in the movie, um, Robotnik, uh, uh, like Sonic comes into Earth, right? Because he had to leave his planet because he was in danger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of his power and shit. So he he's on Earth. He's been living in a cave for fucking years and shit, spying on James Marsden and his uh, and his wife and his dog and shit. He bumps into him as he was trying to get out of the planet because he knew he was he fucked up after he had let go of this like incredible charge that 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 knocked out a whole power in, like part of the the country. Or something mm-hmm. like that, right? So he was like, oh shit, I gotta fucking dip because they're gonna come get me. So as he was trying to leave, James Marsden saw him and that's how they got together. So pretty much this leads to, you know, a big back and forth cat and mouse game between Marsden and Robotnik um, and, uh, you know, and Sonic. So near the end of the movie, the, the action is dope too because, you know, it's fucking CG well done and it's Sonic. So it's very fast paced stuff. It looks good. And um, so he transports Robotnik into one of the rings to, to defeat him in this like planet full of mushrooms and that's it or some shit. So that's when you see later on um, that he shaves his head, right? <laughs> okay. a- a- and his mustache 
isn't manicured anymore, so it's nice and bushy and it's big, right? And uh, yeah, and then he got like muscles and shit too, or something like that. Was it muscles? No, no, he wasn't muscles. I'm sorry. It just had like I think he I forgot, but he looked a little bigger, right? Like his suit was probably all torn up. Or yeah, something, yeah, right? yeah. So th- 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 that's how we get the the infamous version of uh, of the bald Robotnik and stuff. So dig that, it. Yeah, and then in the post credit scene, we discover that Tails has come into you know the Earth where Sonic is looking for nice. Sonic. But my question okay. is, where the fuck was Tails when they were going after Sonic? How does, no how does Tails know about fucking Sonic if Sonic's been on Earth? For the last like decade or so, right? Yo, word. Fuck. Has he been looking for like ten years? What the fuck? He fucking then, better have. But ta- but tails look super cute and look super awesome. So, uh, uh, we need knuckles, dude. Bring me knuckles. Yeah, yeah, knuckles in his weird hands. I, I never understood his hands. I don't know. It, he like he can't open them. It's like fists right? with like two spikes on it. Yeah, but it's like he he doesn't open his hands either. It's always just like the little fists. You remember? Yeah, like they're like little blocks. Listen, and like, I'm, what do I, you do? I know the Sonic universe very well because of my kid. <laughs> right? Because I monitor, you know, because you know, I try and monitor the shit they watch and play. So. Yeah, because fucking YouTube's wild. It's yeah, full of wild. Exactly. Shit. So like, I'm very well aware of the, the Sonic universe and. All that shit. So I was pretty hyped. <laughs> I was hyped about the movie because my kid was super hyped about it, and and, and that's Dude. the first time he's been hyped over a fucking movie like that. Like, oh, when he 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 couldn't do it. He couldn't sleep the night before. Legit, he couldn't oh, sleep the night before. Oh my god, he was so excited. So that uh, was great. Yeah. So to had, go back to those days. I know. Yeah. So he had uh, fun watching it. He enjoyed the movie, which is what really counts. And they did a good yeah. job with it. They the sequel should be pretty good. James Marsden was good. Fucking Cyclops. He got no love in X-Men, but he got love from Sonic, <laughs> know, you know? R.I.P. R.I.P. Fucking uh, disturbing behavior at Jace, right? Yo, oh, <laughs> dude. Bring me back to those days. Disturbing behavior yeah. was dope. Yeah, we got to do yeah. a fucking review on disturbing behavior. Yeah, because, uh, no, we talked about a GPM. I remember. That was a big tangent I wanted to go on just because I love that movie. It's a good uh, movie, man. It's a good fucking movie. I wanted like we gotta talk about that in the faculty again. We just that, gotta do it. That was that era too, because I think that one was the one that really kicked off that uh yeah, teen scream school, shit, right? Yeah, it was that rebellious high school movie shit. Yeah. Like it, it was it was the grunge, right? The grunge horror movies we got. You know what? Like wasn't that MTV Studios responsible for all that stuff? Right? I, I think you're right. I I, I think we might have to do an MTV Studios episode down the line. We we got to do an Attitude Generation, basically. Like it, it, that was the whole genre. Like fucking, let's see, what was it? Scream. Uh, I know what you did last summer. Yeah, Urban dude. Legends. Urban uh, Legends. Fucking. Uh, what was it? <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. The fucking Noxzema girl, dude. Dude, I was like, no, I, I was like, you're the killer. It was a big break. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like it had potential too, you know. Dude, Noxzema turned out to be her big break, dude. Like that Fuck it, turned man. out to be it. That's forever, bro. Uh, she was a Noxzema girl. Yeah, she That's was. How she'll... <laughs> oh man! And then, um, what else was there? They had, well, um, yeah, but they had a good bunch there, man. That are just worthy yeah. of actual conversation. Oh yeah, um, it doesn't so matter be, now. But I'm, but I'm glad Sonic good. was good. Yeah, dude, me too. I'm really glad. Um, listen, if they had kept that other design, I don't understand what I would have been looking at on screen. It would have been <laughs> yeah. so fucked up. There's no way. Like, this movie made a shitload of money, too. Dude, it and made, like, like $70 million or something like that, right? Yeah, like, Sonic's here to stay. We're getting part two. We're getting a whole Sonic but universe. But what's, you know what, though? To that testament... The fucking theater was sold out, bro. People were going in and out to watch Sonic the Hedgehog that day, dude. That's good. It was wild. Like, like kids and adults and, like, senior citizens alike. Everyone was just fucking watching Sonic the Hedgehog, dude. I was like, look at that shit. You know, they're trying to make a Mario movie. Did you know that? So, uh, no. it's the same studio that does uh, the Minions, Illumination. Oh, so they'll be all right. Yeah. So Mario will be all right. I don't. So it's gonna be CG. I'm hoping, right? Yeah, it has to be. Unless they pull the Sonic and bring it into the room, bring Mario into. No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that because there's a whole. Because you can't. Mario is the story. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know, right? What do they? It just has to all be animation. Oh, speaking of Illumination, though, did you see the the trailer for the the sequel to Minions Two? Yeah, yeah, uh, that fucking grew. I sure, I sure did. <laughs> I sure saw. Like the Despicable Me movies are better than like that Minions movie. You know what though? But Part Two is the best one. They they topped themselves. Like it was it. They peaked with what with a, a Despicable Me Two. Yeah, three was good though. Three was good, but it just like I, I feel like two was just right there in that sweet spot, you know. Well, you know for why? Me, you know why? Anyway. But you know why though? Because three was a bummer because they got fired and shit, and he had to try to redeem himself. And then his brother, you know, but their brother shit was pretty dope. And then he had to, he had to deal with that shit. So three had some downer parts to it that I get why you would think two, but I think the the villain in part three was fucking choice, man. Yeah, it was it? It was Trey Parker, right? Yeah, uh, he was so good. Like every time I see, it, I think of Randy Marsh. It's fantastic. It warms my yeah. heart. He was so good at that thing. <laughs> so like him alone, I think just kind of like like elevates it in terms of villain. But but you're right in terms of overall story. Part two is definitely good. But my kids love that fucking Minions movie though, dude. Because yeah, it's it's not bad. But all, all they want to see is Minions. Trust me. Yeah. Like, for kids, fucking Minions is a shit. Like, Gru's fine. They're there for the Minions. Yeah, that's why, like, I liked it, but, like, I understood. You know, I was like, this isn't for me. Because I like Despicable Me because I like the Gru story. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm there for. The no, Gru yeah. The kids. No, the Minions is definitely for kids. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, a big ups to Sandra Bullock, though, for doing uh, Scarlet Overkill on that one. The fucking villain. She did a good job. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. She was good. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Minions is fun for kids and shit. They fucking love <laughs> all that bullshit. Fucking CG monsters, dude. Dude, like, yeah, <laughs> legit. Dude. They had a good soundtrack, though. That was cool. You know which other one? Just one last movie that I have to bring up for the CG monster stuff uh, was uh, uh, did uh, uh, District 9. Uh, oh, yeah. They did justice to those aliens, dude. And... um. I'm very glad the way that turned out. Speaking of which, fucking uh, prawn. <laughs> you fucking prawn. You fucking prawn. That's fucking great. Yeah, dude, a, a District 9 gave us the awesome Shock to Call play, right? Yeah, that's where was, I I've never seen it before that. No, dude, the very talented Charlto, man. And then uh we were introduced to Antonio Bloomkamp who by the way had a fucking aliens movie. I know. Um, written up where fucking Sigourney Weaver was also down, but Mr. Ridley Scott decided to revisit his fucking universe and be like, oh, let's do Prometheus. And listen, I'm down with Prometheus. One day we will go in depth into Prometheus. Yeah, we are going to have to do a Prometheus. Because episode. it is. I got a lot to say. <laughs> it is. It is one of my things because of just the whole the story behind it. I have problems with Prometheus. But there was promise in Prometheus. Uh, he had good ideas, but let's keep it at that for now because then, then, <laughs> then I'll get into a very in-depth conversation. Yeah, and I was like, we could go on for another hour with that. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know what? We'll definitely put that down on the schedule and uh, we'll go in-depth on Prometheus one day. But uh, <laughs> fucking Neil Bloomkamp, right? So he yes. had um, written up uh, kind of an Aliens, a legit Aliens 3. It was gonna be um, years after the 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 events in Aliens, so um, Michael Bayhine would have been in the story as well as Hicks, and 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 Ripley would would have been there as well, and then some kind of story would have happened. But just having Bayhine and Ripley in it, knowing it's a direct sequel to Aliens, it was a very exciting thing. But that got shot down. But just to wrap it up, the when they put the xenomorphs into cgi um they definitely kind of took away some of the mystique of the xenomorph in my opinion um it didn't suit it well it was too glossy you know i mean granted yes because of the hr geiger design it looks glossy already but it was too polished um it didn't have that 
ickiness to it, you know? Because, you know, like, every time you, you saw the Xenomorph in any of the Alien movies when it was practical, it gave you it gave off this ickiness, this, like, uh, you know? And um, when you see that done in CGI, it doesn't give you the same vibe, and it takes away from what was a very iconic um, antagonist. Uh-huh. But, um, but, yeah, monsters, man. Monsters and CGI. Some are good, some are bad. Don't watch uh the thing remake watch don't watch fantasy island don't watch fantasy island that's a waste of time if you watched it already welcome to the club we 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 can't get back our hour and 50 minutes but at least i had good snacks during the movie always bring good snacks because you never know if that movie's gonna suck dude but um uh, and with that said thank you for joining us and this uh, little conversation we had about CG monsters and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> um, uh, and that's what you get um, in the official Course Feed podcast, The Morgue. With me, as always, is Nick Valdez at comicbook.com. Bye, everybody. Um, and, <laughs> it's that kind of night, I know. And uh, I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. As always, check out our uh, our feeds over on Instagram, Twitter, and facebook we just hit over a thousand and um on instagram so thank you for that let's keep that going guys spread the word out spread the feed out thank you so much for checking us out i know you guys are actually kind of listening which is dope so thank you guys for listening we highly appreciate it um and thank you glenn for the the intro music we uh we highly appreciate your work man thank you so much for that and uh remember folks uh it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it bit by bit 